Wow, uh, we are on. So uh, Mark Random and I have an interesting history because about a year, a little more than a year ago, we debated each other in a Greg and Rob podcast. And I wanted to plan this episode exactly in the anniversary year of that, but like scheduling conflicts with the pandemic. So we're doing it now. So this is our addendum. So I was like wondering, what did you learn from yourself after that event we did on the in Staten Island at Rusty's Tavern? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what was to learn as so much. I had a really fun time because the vibe was just inviting. Like I noticed on some podcasts, people will like, sorry for the pops, will treat me in a certain way. And it's almost like I react in a certain way to that. Whereas you guys were just cool and we were laughing. So I had a really good time. But as we debated, I realized we kind of had a lot more in common than we thought. So I don't know what was kind of to learn about that. I mean, I, I learned personal things, but I think was yeah. regarding exactly what we specifically debated. You know, I'm recently watching a Ralph report. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that, that, that was a, a shit show beyond belief. Which one? Because my microphone? No, I just like, why would they have interest in having you on? You're like, no offense. You don't really fit their profile of like guests they get. Oh yeah, I do. Cause here's, <laughs> here's what happens is I am someone and I'll always preach this philosophy. I don't believe in identifying someone by race, ethnicity, religion. I believe in individuals and I believe those are all illusions of one's ego, but yeah. I realize we are in a culture in comedy, specifically New York city. There's like this culture war and then there comes identity politics. And then there comes sort of like, a lot of racism to that. And then since my name is always pushed in a, he's a fucking alt-right member, he's a racist, he's a Nazi. I decided to like kind of speak my mind on those sort of things. And I don't have a hundred percent politically mainstream opinions. I mean, no, you don't, but I wouldn't say you're a Nazi at this point compared to actual looking at real Nazis rhetoric. No, not at all. But that's the thing is I can see the parallel. And I will always say this. I'm not a Nazi. I would tell people if I was, if I was. No, no, absolutely. Well, yeah, most people do. No, but what I know, I'm a, I'm, I ride parallel with a lot of just white nationalist thought just out of like, it's not that, I want it to be true or even maybe agree with it. It's I know that like if shit goes down, what they're saying is correct. And my idealistic version of diversity being equality will go right out the fucking window. Yeah, I guess. I just mean like when they talk like these are buzzwords that I don't mean to be uh, or dog whistles, but white genocide. I kind of believe that when they believe the great replacement theory, I believe that that's worth bringing up in discussions that the mainstream and culture doesn't. And I'm I guess it adds to my image of I always want to like say truthful things, even though it's fucking shocking. And it's like, if they're already going to call me a racist anyway, then I'm going to talk about the like barbarian slave trade, Irish slave trade, golden age of the Moors. That, that wait, wait, When you talk about white genocide, there are very two different types. There's the type in the left they talk and the type in the right. I'm going to define both of them. Okay. The one in the right wing, it focuses only on America, but the one in the left wing focuses on former colonies, be it Zimbabwe, now South Rhodesia, or South Rhodesia, Zimbabwe, and South Africa. Yeah, I'm talking about the yeah the white genocide that happens in you know less white countries. I don't. Yeah, I, I know. So I know. I mean, like, there are few. But then the, yeah, the Western the Western society, which I feel is more uh, cultural destruction and mental programming than just like you know killing farmers in Africa. Yeah. Okay. 
No, I'm just like, I was just what because like there's like there's different like the the left in Latin America talks a lot about white genocide when it comes to the terms of the Virgin Islands. Yeah, because they're about like eight percent. Uh, no, it's as a, like twenty percent white, eighty percent black, but the whites don't own the money, and it's yeah. a U.S. territory. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it's a strange thing to want to get into because there's so many people that have been programmed by so much liberal media that even to say that word, they automatically think that I'm like a fucking tiki torching, marching, like put on the Nazi flag and everything. And I can say I don't subscribe to those beliefs. I'm more so libertarian, but they don't have that political hemisphere they want to label you a nazi to like dehumanize you and say okay you're someone we can cancel because of that so it's like i'm trying to just challenge all that with you know some quasi again they consider me alt-light which is not really playing into identity politics but i would like to take some truths and i'll it's real some truths that white nationalists have that i think should be brought to the conversation when it comes to identity politics. What about identity politics on the left? Do you think those truths exist? I think they do in individual circumstances. Like when they blanket generalize uh, black oppression in this country, I believe is a complete falsehood to demonize a group of people and to give black people that they don't won't have agency over their own ability. However, I'm not going to say that there aren't people out there with racist intentions that will fuck with a black person's life simply for the color of their skin. You know what I mean? Yeah, you saved yourself a lot of a, a lot yourself from hate right now. I'm setting myself what? Oh, no, I was saying you, that was a good save. I'm not going to edit this shit, but you saved yourself pretty well for people to think about you. But no, it's not even saving myself. It's just like I say, in speaking truth, I can yeah. be honest about it. Yeah, I'm sure some black people do get discriminated against. And I'm sure a lot of white people or some white people get discriminated against. I think judging them by individual basis is how we have to go about moving forward as a collective species. But the fact that we don't and the fact we use generalizations, I can tear down false concepts of like systemic racism and, uh, you know, fucking like uh, the systematic uh, patriarchal white supremacy. That's not real. And I'll kind of, it kind of is for the last three years. The last 30 years? Three. Three. Um, I wouldn't believe so only because this gets deeper into global politics, but I, there's pretty good evidence to say that what they consider the white Christian European male is not in any control in government, that it's more so China that owns it and non-Christian corporations. Like you don't have to be new world order conspiracy to understand it. But if you see it from a financial point that the majority of politicians that are governing American law are bought off by like outside the country corporations. And then the idea that Russia has been infiltrating us since the sixties. And then, you know, the amount that China has a hold on our debt, we could see uh, media being influenced to portray a certain narrative. We could see, um, culture shifting in a direction and social media and none of that equivalates to white Christian male beliefs or influence. Can you back actually, that up? Can you actually back that up? Like in uh, like not like information wise, but theory wise. Yeah, theory wise, I just explained it that if you have like what you would consider white Christian male in positions of power, they're usually paid off by a corporation that Absolutely. is not Christian and or it could be China 
or Russia or some other global organization. So they're not yeah. acting in the interest of white Christian now. They're acting in the interest of whatever that trillion dollar corporation is. So therefore, but they're still they're still Christian down the line. Like it's the no true Scotsman fallacy. Yeah, but it's like a facade of power. It's like if you Absolutely. went to uh, uh, like any kind of restaurant or a stand, there's four people working there. And if they're, this is a metaphor, if they're white Christian males, do they have the power to enforce a white Christian sort of doctrine or do they only have the power of what their overseers tell them that they can do and not do or pay them off for? Got it. Uh, I was wondering, like, why? Like, a lot of the videos from you on Realize Podcast have been made private. You know why that is? No, I think they just do that because he does it after a certain amount of time. But if you go to Who Killed Comedy, which I have a documentary yeah. and I'm promoting, but also that has some of the episodes. And I originally wasn't going to do that to LJ because I thought that was infringing on his rights but then i saw other people posting videos of like other podcasts that i did so i figured why wouldn't i be able to post it yeah and i've posted on you just uh youtube who killed yeah. comedy and they'll come up there's a debate with me and tom myers and uh a randoms world episode and then some other one but mm -hmm. yeah i because it's already been posted by other people so yeah mirrors mirrors yeah yeah you're saying yeah, just like that should be like I'm just doing that to build a resume. No, absolutely, absolutely. No, so like what, like what, um, when you were on with uh, the Ralph report, yeah, what was it like? What, what, how did we reach out to you? Like, what was like the idea of the show going to be about? They just wanted to have me on as a, I see them, I notice this a lot also. Uh, MMA and sports, they're trying to intersect with comedy. I know. And they're like, so that's why there's a lot of fighting and comedy podcasts. I've been on a couple of those, but this is, I notice political groups will affiliate themselves with comics. And I don't oh, think absolutely. Yeah, with, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, uh, I wouldn't even call them white nationalists. I feel like they're in the same boat as mine where they'll speak on those talking points, but they won't, I, they'll, they won't go specifically towards the side. They'll kind of try play the middle but it's like yeah. when you have comedians in hollywood endorsing democratic or liberal or even socialist uh political things you start to see a merging of politics and comedy and that's what my documentary is about is the merging of sort of comedy is supposed to be just fuck it we'll laugh and everything's funny and how politics have infiltrated and turned it into something it's not so that's where like the idea of politics and comedians are merging and that's kind of where I ended up on, you know. I I, I tend to feel like the comics who do that are also the most like the least funniest. The people who do like uh Ralph like the Ford? politics like, like on defense right left stuff for media to be yeah. the least the least funniest in entertainment. Yeah, I do feel like it's kind of, I wouldn't say a cheap gimmick, so much as like if that's all their act. Like if all they have is a political spiel and they lean one way or the other. Like for me, I have a diverse group. Like I have jokes about my life, my relationships, my past, religion, jokes about history, jokes about philosophy, jokes about like death, jokes about uh, certain situations and stories. And I have jokes about feminism and race and politics. But it seems like those jokes seem to like cause the most tension or speak the most truth to some people. And that's, they get spread all around the internet. So that's where I am trying to carve that sort of niche of like 
it's not so much that I want to speak about politics. It's just, I feel I have to defend myself. Like I would have never made a, my video on how I describe racial, racial relations between Africans and Europe's had I not been placed on most racist comics of uh, 2020. Racist ban Mark Random, New York City, 2019 racist comic. Alt-right comic Mark Random. Like had that shit not been out there, I probably wouldn't have. It's almost yeah, like more is just whole, a whole Monty on it. Yeah, just like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm going to tell you my racial beliefs and I'm going to be honest about it. And the overall goal is unity and peace. I have no problems with anyone, but it's like, if I'm going to be pushed into this box of alt-right, I'm going to go all in and explain where I, someone like me comes from versed on where they stand. So that's kind of, I consider alt-right adjacent, like alt-light, but it's like, I'm yeah. not going to completely discredit them. I'm not going to be like, you know, and it sucks because I have a lot of liberal beliefs, but it's like I kind of have to keep that on the. Why can't you call yourself a central conservative? Because that still, like, I still go a little too extreme in that sort of thing. Okay. You know, when it comes to terms of like race relations, or like I believe gays deserve equality, but I'll be willing to question that there might be some underlying agenda being pushed like a trojan horse so it's like you already do that that's already a ton of far uh, far lefts on uh, far left groups in europe already state that i always believe that i know like in russia they do that but i didn't know like it's different it's, I'm, there's, there's there's the eu leftism it does that and the russian which, which i find a russian leftism it does leftism does that could be appalling yeah that's I guess it's when anything goes too far to where there's not a compromise because it's like, it's like, it's like the balance of, I don't, I would never in my life want like gay people or women thrown off of roofs for being what they are. But I also wouldn't want uh, like the, like transgender kids, you know what I mean? And it seems like human nature is competition and like getting your wish of a group. So it's like, it seems like confliction is always just necessary or inevitable. Eh, I guess either way. So like, like have you like, had, like, so when you made that racist list, we all saw on Facebook, we, anyone uh, weird, get any weird messages out of it? Um, just a, <clears throat> a couple of people but that's the thing is this is you saw that list but I did. A, a year ago i was on another list of like racist comics oh yeah, i didn't uh, see the first i didn't mis see the first misogynist comics and uh problematic comics like i've seen these lists roll around so that's why you know it's like you know what i mean like i get it my style of humor is different than like a politically correct, but it's like, if they're going to go out of their way to make lists and tell clubs about me, then I'm going to, I, maybe it's not as proactive, but to go out of my way just to speak on racial issues and uh, gender issues. And then, you know, interesting. No, I was like, so like, what were the messages that people sent you during that for the racist list that came out a few months ago? I mean, the funny thing is because I, you know, through fate or the universe or God's design or whatever this is, yeah. a lot of the people that I aligned with or a lot of people that were already audience members of me or support. I hate saying the word fans because I feel like that's too egotistical. Mm -hmm. They're just people that like what I do, but they were already like in kind of the the, you know, the more like Legion of Skanks, Gas Digital, Compound Media, like 
that side of comedy. So they laughed at it. They thought of it as like a congratulatory thing. Like I even joke saying, holy shit, I've only been in this for a few years and I'm on the list with legendary racist Titans like Anthony Kumi and Nick DiPaolo. I got to step my game up. Those are some tough shoes to fill. Yes, they are. Like that's kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, like I, it's really hard getting a hold of you. Like in general, like how do we, like how do you, what's your interaction with this major podcast? Try to get you on a compound media or so-and-so. I'm so fucking sorry. It's, I live where I am right now is in Paramus. It's a one bedroom apartment that I originally just live out of, but it's like, I more so just turned it into a studio. Cause I'm either with um, my girlfriend, uh, fiance, Lizzie Durazo and uh, Parasipani. We just moved from yeah. Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania to Parasipani. And then other times I'm, you know, maybe once or twice a month I'm uh, working in uh, what is it? somewhere fucking like newark new jersey and then another time i'm uh, uh i'm in new york city maybe twice a month or three yeah. times a month depending so that's like a hotel or motel room and then there's also times where i'm just like like mainly my sleeping cycle which is i've been up since like 5 p.m yesterday but i'm trying to realign my sleep cycle so i've already taken the medications i need and now i'm just taking diet pills to keep myself up so that's why it's fucking I apologize. No, it's fine. It's fine. Whoever wants to no, because this is for everyone that like I literally have to book same day of because like I don't know if I'm gonna sleep for like two hours and then fuck my schedule up or something's gonna come up where I'm gonna sleep for like 14 hours and just wake up at 11 p.m. at night. And then it's like I have a night job where I, you know, I was an Uber before Uber exists, just driving certain women around and getting a percentage of that but then it's like having night jobs and then certain things i have to do during the daytime it's better to just like wake up at 6 p.m do my night work chill and work on comedy or whatever and then do my morning things and then i'm just you know bouncing all over yeah i've been trying to get this podcast up for months at least it's happening now yeah i'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry about it's it fine, I, it's fine at least it's happening yeah. Uh, uh, so little like 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 what are weird things like you like you're like like you're a truly a strange person guy but like on to the next level so like what are some some weird things that happened with you during the pandemic lockdown um i want to remember that question and ask you what you mean by that specifically but sadly, no, like, anything, i don't like anything is just like absurd if you, you happen to you or you did during the well, lockdown just, well just again it's it's fucking strange that like I try not to take joy in this because I like I have a good heart, but then yeah. I have other times where I turn to like really dark and hateful. But it's like it like the joke is that's in my standup act is um, so everyone's walking around feeling like the end of the world is near. They could die any day. They're fucking living on government checks and just in a room every day, basically scared of everyone around them. They've just entered my world. I've been in quarantine mode for the last 10 years of my life. Pretty, so I can what, relate. Yeah. So. But that, that's what I mean. I was yeah. always like more of like a insomniac and a person who liked to keep to himself and only that. And then just not really having any, idea of a future and just kind of drifting and feeling lost and it's like now everyone just kind of sunk to my level of desperation like everyone's terror like whether they feel like they're going to be broke or they're going to be you know what i mean yeah like people don't have stability anymore people don't have like stability in jobs and finances in their health and maybe in family relationships and it's True. like i never had that so yeah 
you're all I will walk down to your level. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. You're bringing down the house. I it's the the thing. I wanted to be on comics levels, but I thought by praying with that, God would bring me up. But it just sunk everyone. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But do you mean? Are you saying that for a flow, or is there generally? Because everyone thinks like I get this comment all the time that I'm trying to be weird or I'm trying to. No, be I meant I meant like anything strange happening to you, not like you did something strange, like cause it, like any like anything. No, like- it's like like the true strange thing. And I, again, I I apologize because I'm real about it. I don't like yeah. feel like, but I did take a real good joy in just walking around and everyone seemed to be in the same fucked up mindset set that I was like, it seemed like, like I like wearing a mask, not because a uh, liberal or uh, fucking conservative, but just like, I like the idea of like, if I don't want to be seen, I can just cover my whole self and everyone thinks I'm just being fucking kind out of the pandemic. But it's like, I've always wanted to walk around like just shielded and like yeah. distancing from people and scared like that. So they, there was a real comfort in knowing that people were in as situations that I've been in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those videos, those videos, the video sketches you uploaded with your uh, partner. Which one? The one with uh, the sitcom intro. Oh, the sitcom intro. Oh, you mean the the one where it's all just stupid kid jokes? I think like the one with the music from like uh, one of those er- like sitcom from the 80s. Oh, or yeah, yeah. I was, you- I was really fucking high. It's we were moving like four days before, but there was no furniture and the electricity was going to go out. So we were just like, what the fuck are we going to do? And I was like, let's make a fucking kid show. Did, you, add, did, you, edit, just, did, did you edit that? No, she did. She set oh, up okay. the cameras and did the lighting. And I just wrote the lines and just gave these quirky characters and everything. And the fucked up thing is people didn't realize it was a joke or like a troll in itself. So people just got mad at it. Why? Like people, Because I guess they expected it to be kind of like on brand of like whether it's dark or offensive or fucked up humor. Yeah, yeah. And to me, the whole joke was, hey, look, it's random. Mark Random just being goofy, like G-rated humor. Like I thought... Yeah people would kind of say like, oh shit, that's, you know, just so out of character, but yeah, you do a little twist. Uh, now you see it. Now you don't bitch. Yeah. It's just puns and ice cream jokes. Yeah. You, you have anything you want to plug besides your website? Yeah. Um, uh, my documentary who killed comedy, which is, I would consider it funny because it's the only thing I can watch that I still get some kind of joy out of, uh, Produced and directed by Lizzie DeRazzo and overseen by Eliza McNeil, who she's also on 14 Black Productions, but she's somewhere like in Ireland or something. Shout out to her. I love everyone that's been a part of it. I've been trying to get this documentary out for two years. It's on the street interviews. It's some of my stand up. It's me kind of going along and questioning what the identity politics is. There's a lot of fun moments. There's a lot of insightful moments, and I'm really proud of it. You can see it at markrandom.com or my YouTube channel, Mark Random, and Twitter, Instagram, uh, Mark Random X. And thank you very much for having me. I had a really enjoyable yeah, time. Yeah, 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 thank you. Danger! Danger! Representing Don't Let Us Be Idiots podcast. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go. Let's go.
They ask me how I do it, keep them coming with that hot flame Dang, take the reins, act a fool with my pin pains Only place I do it is the show that gets the silliest Tired of being stuffy, so I say let us be idiots Y'all about to know that I'm the monster with the sick flow Call me PMS, probably million stacking, oh no Let's go, drop lava rocks, burning infinite Keep these bastards angry, angry bastards, just don't give a ish Lighting their ways up, bring the real deal I feel we too much, make them all squeal Mohill in my clutch, make them out and now Ruby lighting it up well, Ring B, you be raw, that's a real gist. That's a real gist. But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots. Let's be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. Let us be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots.